pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the new president of Agribition is a cattleman from Arcola. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny skies, wind north 30, gusting to 50. The high today, 9 degrees, the low, minus 7. Wind chill, minus 5 tonight, minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow mainly sunny, wind south 20, then increasing to 40, gusting to 60 tomorrow afternoon. The high Saturday, 12. Saturday night, periods of rain with a low of plus 2. Sunday, partly cloudy, 60%. Chance of showers, the high 12, the low minus 2. Monday, sunny with a high of 11, the low minus 2. Tuesday, sunny, the high 10, the low minus 1. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 11, the low minus 2. Thursday, sunny, the high near 11. Normal high for this time of year is 11, the normal low, minus 3. The sun rose at 612 this morning. It sets at 747 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, again in the northern part, Buffalo Narrows at 9. The cold spot, Cypress Hills in the southwest at plus 3. Estevan is 6, Saskatoon also 6 degrees, Swift Current plus 5, Weyburn 7, Yorkton is 6. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 30, gusting to 41. Humidity is 24%, the barometer dropping 101.7. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 6 degrees. Winds are from the north at 15, gusting to 28. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. A cattleman from Arcola has been elected the new president of Canadian Western Agribition in Regina. Chris Lees operates CNT Cattle Company of Arcola. He has been involved with Agribition since the beginning in 1971. Most recently, Lees has been the beef team leader and chair of various committees, including Rodeo, President's Classic, Prospect Calves, and Breeds Association. Also elected to the executive, Kim Hextall of Grenfell is the vice president with other executive members including Levi Jackson of Sedley, Curtis Kuchinka of Regina and Michael Latimer of Olds, Alberta. Sask Porks is the latest federal funding for the hog industry will support pig exports. Ottawa is pumping more than $6 million to support food safety, research and market expansion. Sask Pork General Manager Neil Kettleson says the funds will be put to good use. The Saskatchewan Pork Development Board is part of, is a member of the Canadian Pork Council. And so nationally what we do is we develop programs that are in the national interest to hog producers. And of course, you know, Saskatchewan has the same program then as every other province in the, in the country. And so this announcement, uh, which I was at actually, is... Uh, is for approximately $6 million. About 3.5 of that is for what we call as a Canadian Pork Excellence Program. And that program has three components to it. 
uh, PigSafe, which is really the food quality assurance program that we've had for the last 20 years. Uh, Pig Care is for the animal welfare, really that's what that's about. And Pig Trace is for a traceability program that the Canadian Pork Council manages, which is really mandated by the uh, federal government under CFIA. And so those three programs are an enhancement to the programs that we've had in existence for the last 20 years. They're an upgrade to it. They're, you know, changes that that recognize change in the industry and things like that. Is this important for Saskatchewan? It's important for everybody. Uh, I don't think there's any, you know, uh, commodity group that isn't going down and, and having quality assurance programs and and really programs that are consistent with with industry standards as well as consumer expectations. And it, it's really a way for us to document what we're doing that... Uh, you know, that that provides assurances to our customers wherever they are, whether they're domestic or whether they're international. Another $1.2 million goes for promotion and expansion of markets. How important is that for Saskatchewan producers? That goes to an organization called Canada Pork, and it's a, an affiliation of Canada Pork International. Uh, Canada Pork International is our international marketing uh, group for the pork industry. Canada Pork uh, markets uh, generic pork, uh, through Canada, and so that program is a marketing program. It's to make consumers uh, aware of the quality of the pork that we produce in the country, and some of the attributes that it has, and why they should uh, use and consume more pork in their diets every day. So obviously, very important for producers. Absolutely. Now, so, there's also 1.1 million dollars to help some kind of research. I think it's for efficient feeding strategies. Is is that helpful too? Of course. Uh, you know, Saskatchewan Pork Development Board, for an example, spends about $400,000 just, you know, ourselves on research. And, and research is always necessary. I mean, any, you know, commodity, any any entity really needs to do research to keep themselves competitive with what's happening in the international marketplace. And Nutrition is is a key one. That's what this study is about, I believe. And, uh, you know, nutrition feed ingredients is really about 65% of our cost. So anytime we can make that more efficient or better, uh, you know, we're all about doing that. Kettleson says Saskatchewan produces 2 million hogs a year with exports worth over $400 million. Canada is a top three exporter of pork in the world with shipments valued at $4 billion. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Health Canada says seed treatments to protect canola against flea beetles do not pose unacceptable risks to bees and other pollinators. A final decision was announced yesterday. While there are no changes to neonicotinoid use for crops like canola, corn and soybeans, some changes and registration cancellations are being made for fruit trees and flowers before or during bloom. Health Canada said this will reduce the amount of neonic residue in nectar and pollen. Federal government scientists are continuing to study the impact of two neonics are having on aquatic insects. Results of that study are expected to be released by the end of the year. 
Meantime, University of Saskatchewan researchers have published a study stating that traces of neonics can impair a flying insect's ability to navigate and spot predators. Professor Jack Gray tested grasshoppers in a wind tunnel to reach his conclusion, which was published in the journal Neurotoxicology. One might not feel a lot of sympathy for a locust that's being affected by this. However, if we're talking about similar kinds of effects in organisms that are not the target of the pesticide. And one example is, is bees, honeybees. And in fact, we do have some early evidence to suggest that these kinds of levels of neonicotinoids severely impair the ability of a bee to orient to visual cues as well. And so we're going to be doing some follow-up studies on those using the kinds of stimuli that might be very important for a bee to go out and navigate to find a pollen source and bring it back to the colony. Gray has started research on neonics and bees. We haven't published it yet, but we have more studies to do. And I anticipate over the course of the summer, we will probably start to work with the bees. Um, We did some preliminary studies when we were down in Australia last summer, and so we're bringing some of those techniques here and then applying the techniques we've been using to study the effects of the pesticide. So I anticipate within the next few months, we'll probably have some data on the effects on honeybees. Gray says the ability to see movement is crucial, not only for avoiding predators, but also for maintaining a steady flight path. A new report published by Canada's Ecofiscal Commission is taking aim at carbon tax misconceptions. Chris Reagan is the chair of the Ecofiscal Commission, which is composed of a group of economists wanting to improve the economy and environmental protection. He supports a price on greenhouse gas emissions and says carbon taxes do work. If you look at uh, the carbon tax that's been in place uh, in BC for 10 years, it has reduced uh, fuel use and it has reduced carbon emissions relative to where they otherwise would have been. What I mean by that is if the tax had not been there. If you look at California, the same is true. In the UK, the same is true. If you look at Quebec, has a cap-and-trade system that's been in place for about uh, four years now. It is actually working to reduce emissions, uh, and there are other countries around the world. So the evidence actually is pretty clear that carbon pricing does work. And another thing that is pretty clear from the evidence is that um, you can reduce emissions through a carbon price and maintain a very healthy economy. Uh, Two of the economies that are the most healthy in Canada today are the BC economy, which has a carbon tax in place, and Quebec economy, which has a a carbon price in place through a cap-and-trade system. Those carbon pricing policies haven't stood in the way of a robust economic growth. So, um, you know, you can actually, you can ha- have your cake and eat it too here. You can reduce emissions and you can do it in a way that's good for the economy. The Trudeau government says for most Canadians, the rebates they receive will more than offset the carbon tax they pay. He says the point is an effort to change behavior, to move to more fuel-efficient appliances and vehicles. Most prairie farmers are opposed to a carbon tax. APAS recently released a study that pegged the cost of farmers at $2 an acre increasing to $4 an acre by 2022 as the graduating carbon tax increases from $10 to $50 a ton. Farmers fear the tax will make them uncompetitive with other jurisdictions that don't have a carbon tax. Here's Reagan. I don't think it's true that a carbon tax is unfairly dealing with farmers. I think a carbon tax, if it applies to farmers and to agriculture, the carbon tax will impact farmers just as it will impact households. And it strikes me that that's actually quite fair. 
We are all polluters. We are all emitters of greenhouse gases. We are all, in other words, part of the problem. And both for economic reasons and for political reasons, I would argue, we all need to be part of the solution. So by by making households pay a little bit more for gasoline, or whether you make farmers pay a little bit more for the diesel they use in their farm machinery, um, you are actually sending the same market signal to all of them, which is these things are now a little bit more expensive because they actually have emissions associated with them. So start doing things a little bit differently. And one of the things that is, I think, most surprising to people over time is how they do have alternatives. We do, we actually can change the way we live our life bit by bit. And we do. In fact, the irony is we do this every day. We go into grocery stores every day and we see things that are expensive and things that are cheap and we adjust our purchases. Chris Ragan is the chair of Canada's Ecofiscal Commission. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And at her seat in processing, just east of Regina off Highway 33, call 522-1668. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola gained $2.20 at $400.52 per metric tonne. Oats went up 90 cents at 201.80. Number one red spring wheat fell 232 at $206.38. The rest were unchanged. Durham 215.84. Feed barley 172 dollars and 63 cents per metric ton. Flax 512.21. Yellow peas 210 dollars 54 cents and feed wheat 196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat is down three and a quarter cents at 5.30 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose just under 200 on offer here at a regular sale here on Thursday. Looks like this cow market was pretty steady to last week. These good, big, green-fed cows, 87 to 93. Sales up to 95 bucks on the right, right kind. Medium hay-fed cows from 78 to 88. The light feeder cattle are strong. Looking at this grass market, 1,400 expected for our Tuesday, April 16th sale. Pre-sort pens of replacement quality heifers on offer there. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great weekend. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,300 hogs Thursday. Selling for 185 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,800 head, selling in a range of 183 to 186 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, April 12th are Maple Leaf Sig 5 185.12, Ham's Cash 182.89, Thunder Creek Brickle 180.15, and High Life $183.85 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 29 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3378. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.76 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are once again mixed to finish the last full week before the Easter holidays and appear to be cooling off for the time being. The pork cutout made net gains for the second day in a row, although the ham primal saw reductions in value also for the second time in a row and have notably turned lower relative to other cuts. This morning, the market has gapped lower at the open across all monitored contracts. The push lower is likely not a trend at this point, and there is news surfacing that calls or deaths related to ASF could be up to 200 million head in China.
the highest published number so far coming from the research arm of Rebel Bank. And the outlook today, mainly sunny, wind north 30 gusting to 50, the high 9, the low minus 7. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, wind south 20, then increasing to 40, gusting to 60 in the afternoon, the high 12. Saturday night, periods of rain, the low plus 2. In Regina, cloudy and 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.